Cricket Day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Wednesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB, and uh, this morning uh, we've got an election this year in America. Uh, so how, how's that going to go? Uh, Greta Thunberg, how did that go in Davos? Mike's a massive fan of hers now, apparently. Uh, what is Phil? Uh, we'll find out. And uh, how much is too much to drink before you drive? Everybody's got different ideas. Uh, but before any of that, oh, that's right, there's an election here as well. Um, and it looks like the government's actually off to a good start. The third quarter growth number, what they call Q3 of the GDP. Now, the number was 0.7, and the significance of that is twofold. One, it is by anyone's measure a very, very good number for growth, and two, it was a mile above what everyone thought it would be. Most people expected 0.3 or 0.4. Now, there are several ironies here. The first one is we missed the number because we had clocked off for Christmas, and we're all in the shops racking up yet another spending record. Once again, we spent more in the shops leading up to Christmas than we ever have. So what's that tell you? It tells you the economy is solid. It tells you that we've got confidence. Now, the irony there is we spent the year being told confidence was in the dunny and growth was slowing and the economy was tanking. So is what we are being told wrong? Are we kidding ourselves? Now, when we see the business confidence numbers around hiring and selling and spending and looking forward, all are in the red, all are pointing south. Are they making that up? Are we, in fact, just fine? But we don't like to admit it. There's a question for you. Could we dare suggest this government is actually running the place pretty well and they can spend election year crowing about their accomplishments. Well, that depends. Without bamboozling you with uh, too many numbers, here's where we stand. The current annualised growth rate in this country is 2.7%. Any country right now, any country, would take that and trumpet it. But we have that figure because in Q4 of 2018, in other words, a year ago, we got a 1 for the quarter. Q4 of last year i.e. October, November, December, just finished. That won't be out until March of this year, at which point the 2018-1 drops out. And as it drops, what it's replaced with, this is the critical part of the equation. If it's a poor number it's replaced with, a 0.3 or 0.2, we suddenly have annualised growth of less than 2%. That's bad. Bad news, embarrassing news, and we're all in trouble. So you can see the government's dilemma here. Right now things look good, but are they artificially good? Or... If we believe the Q3 number of 0.7, are we just wandering around pretending things are bad when they're actually not? So there's a lot to play for here if you think about it. Why? Because economies make or break governments. And this government has made a hell of a mess of a lot of things. They've got serious credibility issues around housing and transport and taxes and mental health and the various social promises they've made that have yet to be delivered on. But, and it's a major but, the thing a National Party would most like to nail the left-leaning government on is the economy. National parties traditionally, of course, mop up votes around economic management. Remember the past nine years before this current lot, we had a rock star economy. You get one of those, you get three terms. Easy. So what do you reckon? Are we travelling well or not economically? Are we deluding ourselves or not economically? Could this government be regarded as fiscally credible or not? The answer lies in the Q4 numbers. And given everyone called Q3 completely wrong, there are going to be a lot of nervous observers. The number might well make or break Election year. Right, okay, so it's still uh, early days, of course. Uh, no way of telling who's going to win the New Zealand election. But Mike's pretty sure he knows how it's going to go in the States this year. Terrific quote from Joe Hockey. Remember Joe Hockey? Joe Hockey uh, was a heavyweight in the Australian government for a while, but these days is the Australian ambassador to the United States. This 
he said, is the modern Rome. He's referring to Washington, where he lives. This is the modern Rome. He made the point because he's loving being in the middle of it all at the moment and wants to stay. And further, he said what most impartial observers, I think, of matters have concluded to this point. Trump has a very strong chance of re-election. And one of the more interesting aspects of the human condition to observe this year will be the reaction of those who hate Trump, have always hated Trump, have spent far too much of their life and time and energy getting exercised about their hate and will. Well, do Lord knows what if he wins later this year. Part of their problem, of course, is along with the hate, they failed to park their emotion long enough to study fact. And the fact is, he's got a lot going for him. The trade deal, the economy, all its various facets. The Senate trial starting this morning, that'll end in his victory. No amount of whining from the Democrats will change it, and the sadness of that farce is they started it. And they didn't need to. And then on top of that, a field of potential opponents who are slowly but surely descending into open warfare. Bernie and Liz calling each other liars on stage last week is but merely the beginning. Mark my words, just this very morning, about an hour ago, Hillary's unloaded on Bernie. This is not to say, of course, that Trump is a shoo Far from it. We are here in January. The vote's in November. The world changes a lot in a year. But as always, history is instructive. And history tells us economies broadly win elections. And America's economy in so many aspects, from optimism to jobs to spending to building, is robust. Robust as any, anywhere. Factor in all the unique aspects as well of their particular system, the Electoral College, the need to get certain votes in certain states, and you have yourself at this stage, at worst, a close sort of race, at best, for Trump anyway, a landslide. Hate him all you want, but a politician who is, within a margin, good to his word, holds, if not gains, support. You may not have liked the wall or the trade deals or the spending changes, but he said he'd do it, and he has. And if you voted for that and you got it, why wouldn't you vote for that again? Especially if the alternative is a millionaire socialist. And as the world stands by aghast at perhaps the crass, unsophisticated nature he uses to run the place, never forget the world doesn't vote. The America First view of matters appeals to a lot of Americans, and it's Americans who vote, not us. To dismiss them is to fail to understand the American psyche, their political makeup, their outlook, their view of the world. Not everyone, of course, but more than enough of them. Joe Hockey sees it and is riveted. Me too. Okay, so that's the US election done and dusted, apparently. Uh, so don't bother watching that or, pay, or paying any attention to that. Uh, but what has got my attention today is Mike suddenly a fan of Greta Thunberg. Uh, I agree with Greta Thunberg to the extent uh, that she's spoken overnight in uh, Davos, as has Trump, of course. She said planting trees is not enough, and I've come to that conclusion. So you've got the two things. You've got your climate change, which is unquestionably happening. Whether it's happening as a result of human input, I don't know. But it is happening, and whether planting trees does anything, I don't know that either. But we all seem to collectively decided it's no bad thing, and we've decided that because it's easy. And she says uh, it's not good enough, and she's probably right. Our house is still on fire, I quote her. Your inaction is fueling flames. And the reason she said that is because Trump uh, joined a global initiative. He's into a trillion tree program. I hope Shane Jones knows about this because his is only a billion tree program. So Shane's got the billion tree program. Trump's got the trillion tree program. So there's a lot of trees being planted, and it's very easy to plant a tree, and we all love trees. But whether it does anything, we don't know. But Trump also went on about the economic importance of oil and gas. And on that, you can't argue. You know, you want your sunflower seeds and your sunshine and your solar and all of that sort of stuff. Have it till you're blue in the face. But right now, the world does not run on sunflower oil. And maybe one day it will. But right now, it doesn't. It runs on oil and it runs on gas. And you can't argue with the fact. So I agree with Thunberg and I agree with Trump. Which oh, is probably why no one solved anything. I'm confused. You've really confused me there. What also confuses me is, is, is it acceptable for somebody who's speaking at a reasonably renowned international conference 
to be turn up in a pink hoodie and track pants? It's a good question. Uh, yeah, he also went on to agree with what the Greens uh, said this morning as well. It's like I don't even know who he is anymore. Um, now, speaking of uh, weird and wacky ideas, apparently uh, there's a service station that comes to you now. All the ins and the outs, it's The Biz on the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB. Well, from the old folder of potentially bright ideas, how about this one this morning? For those who aren't fans of trekking to the gas station to fill the old tank, uh, Christchurch Company has come up with fill. That's what they're calling it, their fill. Uh, so what they're doing is trialling petrol deliveries to your car. And it's the same day delivery. Petrol's going to cost the same as it does at the pump. And here's the interesting thing. Here's the chink in their model as far as I can work out. So the petrol costs the same as it does at the pump. They charge you a delivery fee of $3.50. So are you prepared to pay $3.50 to have somebody bring the petrol to your car? So what happens is you need to download the Fill for Fuel app, make a booking, and then you leave the fill cap popped Driver delivers the fuel at a specific time, and so far the service only available in Christchurch, but the company reckons it's going to go gangbusters and become a nationwide hit. Well, I wish them well, but $3.50 to do what they're doing doesn't strike me as much income. So it's a lot of trekking and schlepping for $3.50. Then a lot of cars, when you lock them, lock the petrol cap as well, so you would have to leave your car unlocked, and a lot of people wouldn't want to do that. And then you would have the problem of suddenly, oh, yeah, I booked my petrol in for 2 o'clock, but I've got to go now. And do you have enough petrol to get where you And really, going? of course, the most important question is, will they also bring sneaky pies and chocolate bars? Yeah, very good question. Hadn't thought about that aspect of it. So I'll have 16 litres, a Mars bar, and a flat white. See you at 115. Is that going to work? Ideally, we'd get to the situation uh, like uh, the mid-air refuelling that they do for jet fighters, where you can just keep driving and a tanker pulls up beside you and refuels your car, car as you drive. I can't see how that would go wrong, unless you've been drinking, of course. I, by the way, was in that second group. I'm a one drink, Max. And uh, we went out to dinner the other night, and I said to Katie, I'll, I'll just have the one drink, and we'll, because we had to drive some distance. And I said, I'll have the one drink, and I'll drive. And three glasses later, she threw me in the back seat of the car, and she was driving. It's just embarrassing. That, that was popular. That, that was on her birthday? That was on her birthday. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I wanted to celebrate Happy her birthday. Happy birthday, babe. <laughs> I'll drive. I love you. It was a fabulous night. Ah, oh, yes. Kate's a lucky, lucky woman. I'm Glenn ZB, lucky, lucky man. I get to spend a lot of time, quality time with Mike as well. And we'll do it all again tomorrow on tomorrow's rewrap. See you then. Drive safely. Drive <laughs> safely.